And so I realized I was looking at this watered-down version of myself, not, not me. It wasn't me. I didn't look like me. I didn't really sound like me. I wasn't, you know, being me. I was doing what I thought I needed to do and looking like I thought like I needed to look in order to achieve this goal. everyone. Welcome back to the Self-Love Breakfast Club. I am your host, Crystal Rose, and I'm so happy you're here today because I have a pep talk for you. That's right. I don't know if you need it or not, but if you do, then this is for you. And if you don't need it now, tuck it away, save it for later because you might need it another day. So I want to talk today about the first pancake, okay? <laughs> Stay with me. So When we try something we haven't done before, we often are afraid that it's going to be stupid, it's not going to be good enough, no one's going to like it, who's even going to care, no one will listen, no one will see, whatever. And we're so afraid of like this rough draft putting out into the world because, you know, generally when you do something for the first time, you're not going to be like amazing at it. But then, you know, like the first pancake, like how how many times have you made pancakes and that first one is like weird shaped, it's like maybe overcooked on one side, it's just like not the most beautiful pancake. It's like, you know, the one we kind of just like, eh, we'll still eat it. <laughs> it still tastes pretty good, but it's not like this beautiful round golden perfect pancake that we end up ends up, you know, coming down the line later. So That is like anything in life, right? Like, so when you try something new for the first time, that first time generally is going to look, feel, and seem like that first pancake. And guess what? We all have a first pancake. We all have a rough draft. You do not get to escape without that draft. So if you are paralyzed right now, if you are finding yourself like trying to be perfect and and lost in this perfectionism, trying to put out like the best thing ever, and it's stopping you from just doing it already, remember, get it out of the way. This is the first pancake. It's fine. No one's really going to notice or care the fact that you're even doing it puts you leaps ahead of the people who are too afraid to try in the first place, right? So who could even judge you at this point? So that's the first thing. I just want to reassure you that we are all doing this. We are all having to have this rough draft. We all have to have our first pancake. I want to tell you a little story about my own personal pancake, okay? Not one, this podcast, you guys, I literally used to write down every word that I was going to say, every single word, and I would like read it. So if you like listen to some of the, the very first episodes I put out, specifically like the very first couple of solo episodes, or even just like that first part before I introduced a guest, like I wrote it down and then read it because I did not feel confident enough in my ability to just go, to just talk, to just riff. Okay, like that was my first pancake. Like there are several awkward shaped pancakes in the beginning of this podcast journey. And also, you know, I want to share this with you because it's another like kind of leveling up thing, right? Like we get to get better the more we practice, the more we try, the more we get out of our comfort zone and just like do the thing, the better we get at the thing, right? Like you can't get really good at something if you're not doing it. Like how do you get better at running? you run. (laughs) You know, how do you get better at squatting? You squat. So you have got to do the thing in order to get better at the thing. 
So when I first started, um, I had been speaking like at small kind of things and, uh, you know, putting myself out there a little bit. But when I decided I wanted to be a speaker, that's what I want to do. I want to speak on stages. I want to speak to hundreds, thousands of people, you know, mainly women. And that's what I wanted to do. And so a couple years ago, I got the opportunity to speak at a national summit. I had a tiny little 10-minute slot, and I used note cards, okay? I am on a national stage with some badass bitches who are just incredible, women who have been speaking forever, and I had note cards, you guys, okay? I was so nervous. And, you know, I dressed in a way that I thought like would show me as professional. And I spoke on a subject that, yes, it was very personal to me, but like I didn't really have like a why I was sharing it. I wasn't like super passionate. And I had these freaking note cards. I was so stressed that I was like, I'm going to ruin this. And it, honestly, it brought me back to, I believe it was the eighth grade where I ran for student council, a vice president. I had my speech in front of me. And at one point, I lost my place in the speech, and I could not find it. (laughs) I couldn't find it. And I was, like, scrambling and freaking out, and there was this, like, long, horrible, awkward silence, okay? I have made many, many screw-ups in public. I used to do theater. I did improv, comedy improv. I did dinner theater. I have sang and danced and messed up in front of so many people, Right. And so like this note card situation like terrified me because I was like, if this, if the eighth grade comes back, oh my God, I don't know if I can like mentally handle this or emotionally deal with this. So I went and I did that talk and I got a lot of great feedback after, but it's still, you know, someone was said to me, someone who I really admire, she was like, you got to get off the cards. And she was not wrong. Right. And she was not being mean about it. She was just like, you got to get off the cards. So I decided, hey, I'm going to be a speaker. I'm going to get better at this. And I wrote two separate talks that I wanted to do. They were like 15 minutes each. I practiced, I practiced, I practiced. And I paid to have a videographer. I put together an event. Like this whole thing, you guys, like I went way out of my way to come up with like a speaker reel so people could come to my website and see me speaking. And when I looked at the video, I hated it. Oh my God, I hated it. And I couldn't figure out why. I'm like, is it my face? <laughs> like, do I hate my face? Is it, you know, and and I realized it took me, you know, some time to kind of realize why I hated it so much. And it was because I wasn't connected to what I was speaking about. Yes, it was real. Yes, it was important. Yes, it was like, you know, it happened to me, but I, it didn't light me up. Okay. So I wasn't lit up. I wasn't like super excited. I was like speaking on things that I thought, you know, Oh, if a booker of a of a conference or something like sees this, they'll be like, okay, she'll work. And then also the way I was dressed, you know, I was dressed in a way that was like not me. It was professional. It was like pencil skirt and a top. And like, yeah, that's, you know, me if I'm like going and doing something where I have to dress like a certain way. But I don't want to look like that on stage. And so I realized I was looking at this watered down version of myself, not not me. It wasn't me. I didn't look like me. I didn't really sound like me. I wasn't, you know, being me. I was doing what I thought I needed to do and looking like I thought like I needed to look in order to achieve this goal. And then I ended up wasting a bunch of money and time and effort on something I did not love. Like what an awkward misshapen pancake that was. An expensive, 
lumpy pancake. But I kept it in my mind, like, you know, I, I want to do this and, and maybe someday I'll figure it out. So fast forward to now, a few weeks ago, I spoke at Strong Camp. If you guys know, have heard of Strong Magazine, they do camps all over the country. Um, It's awesome. It's like two day thing and like women go and they work out and they get seminars and they learn things. And so I was asked to speak on self-love. When I tell you guys that I did not even prepare what I was going to say, (laughs) I did not even prepare. I had not written a thing down. I had not rehearsed. I nothing, okay? And I had a 45-minute slot. So basically speak for 30 minutes and have like 15-minute like Q&A or something, right? 35, 30 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes. When I had a 10-minute slot before, I did all of this practice and I still had to have note cards in the very beginning. So I go and I show up and I'm dressed like me. I'm wearing like cutoff shorts and I swapped out my tank top for theirs to wear, you know, the strong magazine tank top. And I go out there and I friggin' killed it. Okay. I did not know what I was going to say, but it came through me because what I was speaking about lit me the fuck up. I was excited. It was it the most like seamless, beautiful thing? Probably not. <laughs> Right? Probably not. Like, I I probably could have put together a little bit more structure, but I really wanted to go out there and just like speak from my heart. And I did. And I spoke for 35 minutes. 35 minutes solid without, you know, stopping and being like, oh shit, what do I say? You know, without the panic. I came a long way from that girl with the note cards, but I would not have gotten there had I not had the note cards, had I not had that first fucked up pancake, (laughs) right? Like I would not have gotten there if I hadn't have had all of those, mm, I'm not even going to call them failures, but all of those just like disappointing, this isn't me. I had to fumble my way through. And that's what you have to do. That's what you have to be willing to do. You have to be willing to suck (laughs) at something. If you have a desire to do something, you've got to be willing to show up and suck. You got to be willing to look stupid. You got to be willing to be like, ah, that was awful afterwards, but I'm going to do it again. That's the whole thing, you guys. I'm just willing to look stupid. I am willing to put myself out there no matter how afraid I am because I, I do feel the fear. It's not like I'm fearless, trust me, but feeling the fear And then just being like, you know what? My desire outweighs my fear right now. My desire to have this thing, to do this thing, to speak this message, to put this out there into the world and to make the world a better place is bigger than keeping myself safe by protecting my feelings of shame or sadness or awkwardness. The awkwardness doesn't last You know, like getting out there and just doing it, none of that lasts. But what you did last, that first attempt, that first try, and you can only get better from there. So whether it be speaking or podcasting, or if it's something, you know, you want to start a business or you want to try a new language or you want to start doing artwork or a hobby or a new job or a new career or whatever, but you're afraid because you know that first time, that first handful of times, you're going to suck at it. 
So know that. Have comfort in the fact that other people are doing the same thing and they're sucking too. I started out and I suck too. And you know what? There might be episodes of this podcast recently that suck, but it's okay. (laughs) It's okay because that's how you get better. You cannot just come out the gate perfect. You cannot just come out the gate killing it. You're not going to learn and grow in a vacuum. You've got to get out there. You've got to test your stuff in the world. And you have to be okay with the feelings that follow and just know you did it. You ripped the Band-Aid off. You did your first time and it can only go up from here. I hope that this message hit for you guys today. I'm really just like fired up on this. I really want you to be living your best life and your best life looks like your truest life, what you feel deep inside, what you desire to be what you desire to become, where you desire to go. That is your best life. And if you are avoiding that because of a little bit of pain, because you're afraid to feel a little bit of discomfort after putting yourself out there, you got to stop that shit. (laughs) Feel the fear, do it anyway, kick it in the face. You've got this. You have got this, my friend. If there is something that you're afraid to do, drop into my DMs at Excel Rose. Tell me about it. I want to hear about it. Tell me all about it. And then tell me what you're going to do to go ahead and get started. I love you guys. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye for now. If this episode hit with you, please go out there and share it. Share it in your Instagram stories. Send it to a friend who might need it. Or even just drop in my DMs on Instagram at Excel Rose. And let me know what you think. I love hearing from you guys. Thanks for listening.